Our intelligence and law enforcement agencies undertook that assessment in the first several days. In March, they concluded that domestic violence experience posed Okay, it's Big Brother Holding Company. My name is Jay Krupka. There's a little dog here joining me. <laughs> if you're watching on the uh, video version of this, uh, the few followers or few watchers or viewers I'll be able to uh, sustain here in the beginning of this. But um, what this is, is it's a Marxist attack um, on colonialism. And associating America with that colonialism. And if we look back at Marxist um, propaganda going back to the, the 20s, the beginning of the Com Communist International, um, the, that's when we see this idea of exporting Marxism. And it's literally baked in, and I said this on the intro video. But part of Marxism is to proselytize it. That's what the, where the term activist comes from. And honestly, do I, I mean if you look back at when the term activist came about, there would have been a term philanthropist, there would have been a term journalist, there would have been a term this and that, you know. Um, but mind you, there's tons of like activist-like movements, you know, from like the temperance to the, the civil rights to the, the um, John Brown. <laughs> Um, and then the Christian abolitionist movement. There's a lot of these movements before, um, and you know they're periodic. Basically, hey, let's reevaluate where we are as people. And it's it's a beautiful thing. It's part of the First Amendment. It's part of the Second Amendment to guarantee that First Amendment. Uh, but I don't think people realize that as much because whenever you see there's a website. It's called uh, nativeland.ca, but um, it's basically like a hit piece, because here's the thing, this is global communism, and what I mean by that is it's globalist pushing communism, like globalist socialism, and um, what that basically means, or what they would like to see is basically a one uh, world government. And the rationale behind that is there would be no war. war. It would be peace, right? Brothers, we are at war with the people of Eurasia, the vile and ruthless aggressors who have committed countless atrocities and who are guilty of every bestial crime a human being can commit. Every place our land, destroyed our factories, looted our homes, massacred our children and raped our women. They have tortured... It would be a totalitarian dictatorship and it would also be... Um, inhumane because humans by nature we and also just by like simple fact of like um the bigger you get something like the bigger bureaucracy becomes the more um inhuman it becomes you know like those big commie blocks that people live in in the soviet union that's a perfect like lithograph of of, of what socialism is it's a mass-produced uh, solution for something that is individualistic in life and also it's an atheistic solution 
on my OBS here so you can see what I'm seeing. And uh, we're going to look at this shit because it's funny. They have a little omission. It's that they want to bring... Um, actually, <laughs> it's to <clears throat> um, chip away at the uh, parapet of... The, the the nation any nation but the united states because the united states is the enforcer of a lot of different borders if you think about it um unfortunately not our own um yeah if they feel like and when i say they i mean the globalists at davos which has been the bilderbergs and i have an episode coming out called the open inquisition and i literally go through um FOIA releases and stuff. I'm actually going to do some of my own FOIA releases. But either way, I'm going to do a video on how to do a FOIA release and also some of the stuff you can find right in open sources that they just hope people don't know how to read. Like, that's part of the whole program is making people illiterate. And um, this little piece of misinformation. The whole idea that fucking white people were... Uh, indigenous at one point. Which is so crazy. Look at this map. It's good. All, right, all this right here was settled by the Spaniards. This is Portugal, right? Africa. As if there aren't any indigenous in Africa. When we arrived there, the only reason why we could... It, in, in the 1600s, you were not fucking bringing your ass from the Ivory Coast into anywhere in Ni current-day Nigeria or anything like that. Like a malarial um, sub-Saharan like swampland, basically. With a fucking as thick of as hairy bush as you could possibly imagine. The Spaniards weren't getting out of the boat and, and going and, and dragging anybody to the, the ship. There were slave ships that were already, or there were slave markets that were already established going back to the Roman era and were kept alive by the, the Muslims or Muslims who were in this little region here called the Moors. They're the ones who introduced slavery when they um, occupied the Iberian Peninsula, slavery, uh, to... Um, the Spaniards, the Spaniard, because in mind you, still to this day, Islam has no problem with slavery as long as they're an infidel, as long as they're a non-believer, you can enslave somebody. Now, of course, the modern marketplace, there, and that's why they have like slavery, kind of like on the DL now, because uh, honestly, it's a financial thing because there would be, um, it's not a, a moral problem in the Middle East. That's not the issue. It's. Hey, if we're doing this out in the open and we're, you know, uh, getting um, African slaves basically come over here and be, become servants, uh, we're not going to be invested in. And the Americans are going to be pissed. Yada, yada, yada. But the Democratic Party has a lot of militant um, Islamic people. Uh, and when I say, I shouldn't say a lot, but they're, they're out, you know, punch above their weight, so to speak. I'm talking about Elon Omar, uh, Rashida Tlaib. And there's just a lot of people. The Democratic Party has become like anti-Semitic by nature. And it's really strange because the Democratic Party that I was part of was heavily Jewish influenced. Um, there's a, I remember doing the call center for Obama's 2008 election. Um, 
a lot of the there's ladies in my little row were like old Jewish ladies uh, who I knew their son Buster from the JCC. We used to go to the Schwitz together. Um, the, the, that's not a thing anymore. Not as much. Not nearly as much. Because Jewish people have been dealing with this kind of shit their whole existence. They know. Uh, hold on. Hold on. I heard that fucking messaging. <laughs> telling you what they're going to do. Uh, but this whole thing right here. The reason why this is set up this way is to discredit all these different countries. It's to export, mind you, oh, what about China? Notice who it doesn't include here. It even has um, some Russian Inuit, or, or like Inuit tribes, I guess you'd say. Uh, it even has some Japanese. I mean, I would wonder who actually funds this. It probably has to do... Um, because if you look at, as a matter of fact, we could find, find this, um, if we, how it works, partners and contributors, bam, let's find this. So, oh God, pretty much listen to the NPR. I remember National Public Radio. I used to listen to NPR all the time, right up until maybe 2019. And um, by then I just noticed the way they talk about Trump and that was my, I, I hated Trump, but I could tell they were lying on the man, especially when the Mueller report came. I got the whole, first of all, they didn't release the whole thing, but I dig in these documents myself and it basically said, to, and right there in the, um, like summary of the Mueller report, it said, and I'll talk about this in another video. But it said that there wasn't any, that the Steele dossier was not established as fact at all. It was, and in, in the intelligence community, especially, I'm going to start reading you some of these um, CIA documents. If you were to take those at face value, because there are a lot of them are rumors and hearsay, holy sheep shit, we're in some deep trouble. Um, and so it's like the Steele dossier, oh, that's sworn fact? I'm telling you, so what the point is, is the more the Democrats resort to disinformation, uh, when I say Democrats, I should just say socialists, because socialist Democrats have taken over that party. We're going to talk about who the socialist Democrats have always been. But, um, yeah, okay. Travis Henry, shot, I just got um, uh, distracted there for a second. But, um, the more they turn people off who are intelligent and who have a little bit of moral compass and just don't like hearing about people who are their friend. It, you, it really requires a vicious person uh, to let a politician dictate how yo ass looks at your fucking friends. Um, that, that, and if, if anybody's out there. And that goes both ways too. Republicans too. But the Republicans aren't, aren't the ones creating this. I'm just saying, um, when all this is rolled back, need to open up the tent and let people back in, you know, um, you say, don't you do that fucking shit again, but let people back in. Don't be completely exclusionary because that's a big problem about this democratic party is that they've drawn lines that are irredeemable on race, on your medical interests or your, you know, uh, particularly those two. Um, which, um, 
the worst metrics if you're trying to help people are race and medical. <laughs> I mean, I'm thrilled. I couldn't think of, oh, we get to income, education level, uh, the neighborhood they live in, whatever it is, any way to define it other than, well, you're white, you're the villain, and the black, you're awesome, you've never done anything wrong. Oh, oh, leave those Asians alone. Oh, oh, stop that. You're blowing the narrative. <laughs> Real, it's fucked up out there, man. You fucked up. But, um, anyway. So, yeah. That's what, really, you notice this native land. Sorry to bring it back to this. They completely omit. Um, I wonder who's, who's, who's doing this. I really do. I wonder who's doing this who's funding this and it, it would require some investigation on that little foundation but there's a huge it, it, and here's the issue also when we're attacking george soros or anybody like that there's racketeering laws too you can't control political machines by controlling them behind with strings that whole um justice democrats thing is political racketeering that's what it is. And if a mafia boss were to do it, it would be illegal. And it's happened before. The Sicilian mob was racketeering. What they were doing was racketeering. They were setting the prices for construction costs and all this stuff. The RICO Act should be taken uh, against these globalists. That and the McCarran. But the RICO Act is a for sure one. George Soros could be wrapped up on that one soon. Like now, like and he's and the funny thing is these people on their social media feeds because they don't realize what they're doing is against the law, but it surely is. I tell you, because if a fucking if a like I said, if a mafia guy were to all of a sudden start putting his own DAs and all this shit and all of a sudden, you know, no none of these crimes are being prosecuted. Yeah, and we're going all the way to the top to the Justice Department. Um, all of it's racketeering. That's the word for it. But we'll, we'll, I'm going to talk about this in more episodes.